Up, up on, on Game, game. <laughs> presents Conversations with a Legend. Around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Around here, around here, we hustle for a living. Around here, around here, we grind for a living. Welcome back into another exciting edition of Up on Game Presents Conversations with a Legend. I got my man with me. The battering ram, that is. You know, if if you ain't if you ain't uh, careful, he, he uh, knocked the spirit and the soul out of your body. My man, Legarrette Blunt. I mean, it's, it's good to see you. I see you chose to wear one of the three. Yeah. Uh, you broke it out. Like, so what goes into the thought process of which one you choose to wear? Uh, so this right here was pretty simple. I just chose to wear this one because it was the first one that I got. Um, and I know, and, and it's, and it's, one of the bigger ones. Can I? Can my, I wear my, my Philly one? My Philly one I, ain't as big, but I, but I, but I, I value it just as much. Uh, you should. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I want to wear this for the interview because I'll never get one. That you know, this tells me a lot about you, boss. Well, I thought you had bigger hands than that. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Put that bit on your thumb. <laughs> hey, I might, I might have to. It don't even fit my thumb. That that is crazy. That, now you start to comprehend why you was doing dude so dirty out there on the field, man. Um, dang, that's a big hand. All right, so let's. You had you had you had a a a, a super dope career. You you're you're part of the culture, like people know Legarrette Blunt, fool with Legarrette Blunt, and 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 the interesting thing is is that, you know, you just always been one of them dudes that. Because you're you're like how I am, right? Because you played so hard, and you had that warrior look to you. People never really maybe gave you the respect intellectually, right? The way that they should have. But you 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 like a super smart dude, man. And 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 so this show is is about delving into and digging into that aspect of it we know what you do on football field we we know the accomplishments different things like that but i like to talk about the things that people don't really know or don't really see or or really ask and and so my first question would be having the mindset that you had because to to be able to put it all together right to to play physical to be able to make people miss, to be able to run away from people, and and to have a whole entire outside of the game, this side of it, my life, there's a mindset that's connected to that. Great. What was your mindset growing up, and how much did that play a part in in your everyday, like how you did things? What what was it that that you were thinking? What was it that motivated you to really want to go after being what you ended up becoming? Um, so uh, where it started for me is when I at a, at a very young age, I grew up in a spot that had you know Perry, Florida, that had less than man seven thousand people, maybe maybe total, huh. and uh, and. And it was a small place, and I felt like that just wasn't the place that I wanted to be for the rest of my life. Mm. And it is one of those places that have that magnetizing, like, uh, feeling to it where it pulls you back in. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. one of those places. I'm a hometown guy, and, and you know, I feel like um, you got to give back. You got to always return home, and you know, to, to your roots. And and what got me to that process is I, I seen – 
I seen my brother go to jail for dealing drugs. Mm-hmm. I seen my god brother get killed. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't physically see it, but like I've I've been a part of stuff like that, and and that's that's just what comes with being in that area. Mm-hmm. It's not that you condone it or anything like that. It's just that's what comes. That's why I ended up, you know, being growing up at. And um, I didn't. I did not want to be a part of that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I was offered to do. You know, obviously I was offered to. You know join whatever and sell whatever and and i just i didn't want that for myself i didn't want that for you know for my life um we lived in the projects i wanted to get up out of there you know what i'm saying so a whole bunch of different things that played a part in it my mom my mom worked two jobs you know my dad worked two jobs you know and i and they always made sure they came to all my practices all my football games you know that was one thing that they did they always made sure they take time out of um and i just i didn't i didn't want to live from paycheck to paycheck uh-huh. my whole life. You know what I'm saying? And I had already had an idea in my head that even if I don't make it to the league, I'm going to try to become an agent. I'm going to do something uh, for my family financially to where we don't have to be in this position. Uh-huh. And that was my motivator the whole time. That was my motivator. Just get my get my mom, buy my mom a crib. I done done that. Buy my dad a crib. I done done that. Um, get my sister a crib. I done done that. Like they and they all live in a nice neighborhoods. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying. So that's that's what that's what my motivation was. I wanted to get out of that area because they're just. I didn't see myself doing anything positive there, growing up. Uh-huh. I didn't see any positivity there growing up. Like when I was going places and doing things, um, it would be where these where some people would go. You know, party and stay out all night. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go play football at the park. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go play football in the churchyard. Mm-hmm. And whenever y'all want to go do this, that, and the other, oh, I'm gonna catch y'all. You know what I'm saying? Get right. Be, re- be, be breezy. I'm gonna go to the, the house cost. and play the game I'm or something. The right, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just chill. And, and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. It's crazy to say this, but every single guy that I grew up with, that I was really, 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 really tight with, either locked up, killed or not doing anything with their life. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? It's, sure it's, it's, it's just me. Yeah. You know, and, and every time I see them, every time I talk to them, you know, when I go home or I see them around, they be like, bro, damn, I wish I just would have followed you. I wish I would have just did this because some of these guys was nice on the football field. Uh, probably better than us. You know what I'm saying? There was, these, some, they, there was they, one they or nice. two that was better. Yeah, or that right was there, nice. Right there, right there it, with you. But right. just couldn't, couldn't keep and, it together. And they just, they just couldn't. They, they, they mindset was different. Right. We, we want to, they want to, but I'm trying to get some money. How do you avoid that pitfall? If you're giving advice to the it's next hard. generation, because that's what this is ultimately about. How do you how do you avoid that? It's hard, man. I, I say this the, the hardest thing to do with somebody that you've known since you were four years old all the way to eighteen. Um, the hardest thing to do to stay consistent with that is to say no, man, because there's gonna be times where they want you to go. And I'm not saying this is everybody, but my situation, there was times where people wanted me to go smoke weed, mm-hmm. you know, go drink and get drunk, mm-hmm. go to a party. And and as, as enticing as that is, of course I want to go party. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm 16. I, yeah. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, got a, I got something in mind. I got a goal ahead of me that's going to – I'm not going to fulfill this goal today tomorrow this is this long term yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah, this this absolutely. is far down the road all these will come back to hunt me all these decisions will come back to hunt me whenever i get to that point and oh well you was a party animal in high school because when i did my interviews at the combine they knew i got suspended in middle school they knew about all of this sure you know oh look got suspended for fighting in middle school they knew all about this mm-hmm. so um and 
growing up, you don't know that they know about that. You don't know that they asking about all that stuff. But you know that the older you get, you know that the, it's going to be consequences to every decision that you make. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying I made all the right ones, but I'm saying I made enough right ones to put myself in the position to be here. All right. Decisions. Let's since we because no one can speak on this better than you. I had a same. I had a similar incident play out for me, that played out with you when you was in college. Right. But I was in high school, so it, it actually ended up because I stood on 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 my principal values. You're you're disciplining me, as if, as if I'm, the one that was wrong in this scenario, when in reality, if you knew. What happened? What happened? Right then, you wouldn't be coming at me that way, and I was like, "I'm right. not going to play." But at the same, but at the same time, you felt—I'm pretty sure you felt like—if I tell my story, they're going to make it seem like I'm making an excuse to right. justify my actions. Right. So you in a you between a rock and a hard place. It's lose lose for us. So so what happened? So all right. So I, I'm just shoot because <laughs> this, this, this is going to be my first time ever ever like explaining the story. Right. Because this is this is like I've. You know what I mean? Like I've never, it's always... I've never explained the story. So this okay. Be, so okay. Um, we go back. We we played them last year. The, the year before we played them, they came to Oregon. They came to Eugene. They beat us. They Boise. Hit our, yeah, yeah. They came to Eugene. They beat us. Um, they hit my quarterback late, knocked them out. Uh-huh. They hit my tight end late, knocked them out. Um, so it's personal now. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And Sports Illustrated came to cover the game the next year because we was going to play them the first game of the next season. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sports Illustrated came and talked to us, this, that, and the other. And they were just like, uh, uh, so what about last year's game? Yada, yada, yada. They, they hit your quarterback, knocked them out. They didn't get no flag for it. Da, da, da. They didn't get no flag for it. And I'm like, shit, we owe them an ass whooping. Uh-huh. So that's what we plan on going out there doing. We, we, we whooping ass. That's what we want to do. And Sports Illustrated came out with the article. Boom. And then we went out there, and uh, all we see is, we're going to whoop their ass everywhere. Uh-huh. We're supposed to whoop their ass. We see that all over our locker, everything. So well, it's game time. We're balling. All right, so fast forward. We done lost, and at the end of the game, I'm walking off the field, my head down, uh-huh. I'm walking off the field. I remember it like it was just them walking off the field, my head down. I'm like, damn, they beat our ass. I ain't do shit. Um, I'm kind of tight. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm walking off my head down. I see this guy. Well, I, I don't see him, but I hear him talking to me. Hey. Hey, how about that ass whooping? You said you was going to be the ass, right? How about that ass whooping? I'm hearing him now. Uh-huh. I can't say nothing. Right. My head down. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like, well, shit, I got to take that. You got to take it. It is what it is. And I'm walking. I'm, I, I hear him, but I'm just keep on walking. And he get closer and closer to me, and he get up to me, and he slap my shoulder pad. Psh, how about that ass whooping? And then the N-word. Right. This ain't about football no more. Yeah. Officially, you done made it about something else. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Right. That. I don't know if your teammates cool with you saying this to them or whatever, whatever, but, but not me. Not me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I turn around, I I, I punch him, and it was well, quick. It wasn't like it was like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was quick. So that's how I knew. That's how I knew. Right. That's exactly it, what I, I got when I think about what I was gonna do. No, just no, reaction. that's reaction. That's so, reaction. So so growing up where I grew up at, my grandma used to always tell me, "She's not here. God bless her soul. She's not here." She used to always tell me, "Disrespects." Spitting on you, touch your face, and don't never let anyone call you that word. Those are the three principles that you sit on when it comes to like if you got to fight or whatever, if you got to stand your ground. Those are the reasons, and um, and that was one of the reasons. And the thing is, is about it is people don't evaluate that video. When he said what he said to me, if you see Chris Peterson, that's his head coach. Uh-huh. 
if people look at the video again, when he said what he said to me, Chris Peterson reached to grab him like, bro, what the what you what doing? You, doing? you know what right. I'm saying? Like, what? It was too late. I had already turned around to hit him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he had grabbed him before I before I like before I it was so fast, it was like bop, bop, bop. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And Chris Peterson like, nope. You know what I'm saying? And it, it was too late. So the next day I called and kind of talked to him about it. You know what I'm saying? And apologized. Even though I feel like I wasn't in the wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? My coach told me, you need to go out call and apologize to make this right. And you did. And I did. You right. know what I'm saying? And um, afterwards, you know, you got fans spitting on you. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm going into the – I'm headed to the locker room. I done got hit with like three or four spits. Right. Like – We've seen it. Three or four spits. Right. So – Bro, two th- two out of the three things that my grandma told me that you that you got to stand your ground on just happened to me in thirty seconds. Right, you know what I'm saying. So I'm trying to get to the fan, like, bro, bro, you know what I'm saying, like, bro, what y'all got going on? Don't try to stop me, stop them. Right, and this, <laughs> and you you got to see the whole video. And then I'm I, I'm trying to get past them, and I get up to the crowd. The guy come out of the stands and slap me. I, nobody, I nobody, nobody ain't talking about that I just that wanted, you, though, you, know I wanted you to give your account of it because I, I know after all these years, you know, a lot of times people draw their own conclusions. So I wanted you to give your side of it because and, and us who watched it and have lived it knew exactly what it was. Right. Like it's not even up – like it's not even something you need to debate. Right. We know what it is. Exactly. Right? So and, – and, and the guy came – the guy came from the stands. When I got to the stands, the guy came out of the stands, bro, and full-on – Slap me, bro. Slap me in the face. Right. And so I was <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's three that's all three things that could have possibly gone wrong in my grandma's eyes. And and y'all expect me not to retaliate. Y'all just expect me to just Hey, take things that. get real so, when it's real in the field. Right. The, it's a respect thing for certain and I'm glad that that you talked about it because that's something that, you know, as it applies to you, you know, you you lived it, everybody knew it and respected it. The fact that in a bad moment you made a positive out of it, you as you mentioned, because that connects to where you came from and the things that you overcome and where you said you want to go. Correct. So to me, I felt like for all those things, to correlate that with that moment, we just redefined and reshaped that whole entire situation. Right. That's what we just did right now. Yes, sir. All right, before I let you go, last thing, LG's Feel Good. This is your company, so obviously you're doing your business, you're yes, doing sir. your thing. Just tell everybody what it is. I know it's about pain. You want to take care of guys. You're giving them a resource. How do we work that? Um, so LG's Feel Good is a, a 100% CBD isolate. It's all natural, all organic. has no THC involved in it at all whatsoever. Um, and, and I have pain patches. I have a salve and I have a rollerball for, for as far as the topicals. I have um, a sleep gummy and a, and a salve as far as um, – uh, for you to take okay and and my one of my problems um during the league and stuff was growing i, I just didn't have i just couldn't sleep that well i yeah. just that was that was even growing up i just couldn't sleep that well i just i'd lay down eyes closed eyes open I'm, I'm gonna be awake you know what i'm saying or if i go to sleep it's gonna be so light that i wake up yeah you know what i'm saying so i i, I didn't like that and uh that's one of the reasons why i created the, the sleep gummies and as far as the anxiety i'm when i'm in Spaces like this. If this was a smaller space and everybody was kind of, you feel it. I'm, I'm a, you feel I'm a, it. I start yeah. sweating. You, start you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so that was that was in, that was just kind of social anxiety. Um, man, that my my tinctures work wonders for that because I can now I can stand in the middle of a you know I can take these before I go and I can stand in the middle of a crowd and and 
do a speech or whatever, you know. So that's why, um, that's why I got into these right here. And obviously, you know, pain pills and stuff or opioids and stuff can get addicting. So this is a different resource for that because you don't have to pay, take pain pills and stuff to deal with pain. These, okay. These these are these are your resources and these are things that'll help you deal with it um, without having to take no pain pills and stuff. Bruh. I love it. Keep doing it. And you can catch it. And you can catch it on uh, online, lgsfeelgood.com. You can also catch it on there as well. All right. So I appreciate that, man. Appreciate you coming appreciate on. It, bro. I appreciate that. Conversations with a legend. LeGarrette Blunt. We'll be right back. <laughs>